The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, I have the unfortunate news for those of you that do not know, although I seriously doubt that any of you that listen to the show don't know already, but Italy has failed to qualify for the World Cup yet again, this time in a more painful and humiliating fashion considering that the Asuri are the current reigning, defending European champions. And I don't know if it, if, if it even rubs even more salt into the very nasty deep wound, the fact that they lost at home to North Macedonia. To North Macedonia of all national teams. And it does not end there because if we're talking about rubbing salt into the wound... Well, this will rub even more salt to this open and deep nasty wound. That this game winner was deep in the stoppage time. Right there, in stoppage time. The most painful moment of the game, if you are Italy, they concede just like that. And one, what a goal that was by the North Macedonian player. Un-freaking-believable, let me tell you. Watching the way that goal was made to that North Macedonian player. His name is Alexander Trashkovsky. I hope I pronounced I hope I'm saying it correctly. Alexander Trashkovsky. That dude ought to take a bow because that dude just com- scored one of the most absolutely unbelievable goal unbelievable goals in one of the most infamous upsets in the history of World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. I did, in fact, actually lose my train of thought briefly for a second, but I'm just glad that I got it back, folks. Because the fact that it is so freaking shocking, even I cannot keep my train of thought. It is so shocking. At first, I told myself, this is a dream. There is no way in hell that the current reigning, defending European champions lost at home to North Macedonia, therefore fails to qualify for the World Cup for a consecutive time. I told myself there is no way in hell that this happened. Italy, the four-time world champions. Once again, the current reigning and defending European champions 
failing to qualify for the World Cup courtesy of a 1-0 loss at home to North Macedonia. God damn it, I cannot believe it. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And I'm, and I'm looking at the freaking starting lineup for Italy. You got Jorginho and Verratti in the freaking midfield. And you see a very, very solid and talented defense. Florenzi, Bastoni, and Emerson as well. You see Immobile and Signe and Berardi in the front three. But man, you know, Giorgio Cialini did come in, didn't start the game, but he didn't end up coming in. But this all started when Jorginho missed a penalty against Switzerland in the regular World Cup qualifiers in the group. Because that particular penalty, Jorginho's penalty, had Italy converted, had Jorginho converted that penalty, Italy beating Switzerland, Italy would already be in the World Cup. So therefore, Jorginho's penalty miss will be haunting the Italian national team for years to come. Quite frankly, this will go down in history. Not only in the history of the Italian national team, but quite frankly, in the history of international soccer, period. Period. There's no denying it. Now, do I feel bad for Jorginho? I'll be honest with you, yes I do. I do, because you know, it, I can't imagine how painful it is, you know, to basically be in that position. The fact that you missed a penalty that would have set, put the Italians in the World Cup, and then Italy, you know, you know, finishing second in the group, you know, losing to Switzerland. Because, you know, again, that match against Switzerland, if I am correct, was actually the ninth game of, of the uh, World Cup qualifying phase. Yes, it was. A 1-1 draw against Switzerland, because after that, Italy could not beat Northern Ireland on the road. You know, I said it before, like, Italy get, got arrogant, you know, in that game against in Switzerland, because we, we saw how that game was going down, okay? You know, when their, when their winning streak, streak was snapped against Spain back in October in the Nations League semifinal game, it was pretty shocking. And then Italy goes on to take third place in the Nations League, so we think, okay, all right, well, Italy's going to take third place, it's the bronze, so maybe they'll get back on track, they'll maybe start a new winning streak that might actually last longer this time, but... Uh, well, that didn't happen. So they they do not win the group after that. As you know, that, I tell you that win against Switzerland would have done it because Switzerland went on to win their final group game, which I believe was against Bulgaria. And Italy forced into the World Cup playoffs and to take on North Macedonia, and they lost. They, I mean, I'm still looking at it because I'm still trying to find out how the hell did this happen? Because looking at the stats, 16 shots were blocked. Italy missing one big chance, okay? And this is the, on the set of Goal.com against North Macedonia. And North Macedonia, a total of 52 clearances by the North Macedonian defense. 52! How fearless and resilient was that North Macedonian defense? Resilient is a fucking understatement, folks. You, you can just tell the way I'm speaking. I'm in shock. Because I'm impressed. How the hell did North Macedonia do this? Could you imagine if they do this against Portugal, who they'll be playing next? Could you imagine if North Macedonia went down as the team that 
took Italy, the reigning defending European champions, as well as four-time world champions, out of contention, and then just that, and then a week later, they do the same thing to Portugal. Imagine that. If that were to happen, folks, I would not be an idiot, and I certainly would not be exaggerating if I officially declared that North Macedonia has the highest potential of a huge and unique Cinderella run in the World Cup later this year in Qatar. Now, North Macedonia did participate in their first European tournament last summer. It didn't go so well, okay? But for, the, for them to go through that and then prevent Italy and Portugal from qualifying and taking their spot? Huh. Now, that, folks, is huge. You want to talk about infamous moments? Well, that would be it. But in North Macedonia's case, it's sure as hell not going to be considered infamous. Because in North Macedonia's case, that's going to be considered glory. That's history. That goes down in their national team history, but that goes back in the pride and history of that country. And the fact that North Macedonia, 52 clearances, a total of 5 saves against the Asuri. That, folks, that they do not give that to anybody. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My goodness. I mean... The fact that Italy, a total of 32 shots, 32, only five were on target, okay? And North Macedonia only had two shots on target. Just two shots on target, one of those shots counted. One of those shots saw the ball go into the back of the net. Gianluigi Donnarumma could not make the save. I mean, I, see, I swear that goal, how beautifully executed it was. What an absolute golazo. Unbelievable. And we want to talk about North Macedonia. Let's not forget that in their in the regular World Cup qualifying phase, North Macedonia beat Germany in Germany to give Germany their first World Cup qualifying home loss since 2001. At least I believe it was. I know that because everybody was talking that about Germany losing a World Cup qualifying match in 2001. But if, if I were to take a wild guess, I believe that when North Macedonia beat Germany in Germany, that was Daimanschaft's first home World Cup qualifying loss since 2001. So North Macedonia, this past year or so, they've just been writing their names in the history books. They've been kind of making a statement. Now, unfortunately, their Euro run didn't go so well. I believe they lost all three of their games, okay? But I'm telling you, they knocked out Italy. And if they can somehow pull off yet another upset of the century, another miracle, and knock off Portugal and take their spot in the World Cup... Again, I would not be exaggerating if I officially declare that North Macedonia will be the Cinderella team in the World Cup. Because, God damn it, if they knock out Portugal, then there's no denying that they will. I mean, what, what a story it would be. I mean, that's going to go down in history. North Macedonia, the team that knocked out Italy and Portugal to qualify for the World Cup. Because nobody can say that they knew this would happen. If somebody were to come up on my show or come say it to my face, Alex, I knew that there was that I knew that North Macedonia would knock out both teams. I would say to that person, how the hell could you have predicted that? What the hell are you smoking, son? Because I personally myself, I could not sit and swear in open court under oath that I swear that I knew that there was no way in hell that North Macedonia would fail. That I knew that Ma North Macedonia would be able to get the job done because I did not. I did not. I will not be bullshitting you folks. I'm telling you the God's honest truth. I knew, I thought that there was no way that North Macedonia would win. Now even though I did pick Italy to win, I did in fact acknowledge that it would be 2-1. to one. 
if I remember my own goddamn prediction, even though sometimes I have a hard time doing that, that's the di- life and difficulties of ADHD. But I knew myself that Italy would not be would not have an easy game against North Macedonia. So at least I got that prediction right. So at least maybe somewhere I saw someone thing coming. But at the end of the day, I did not see North Macedonia doing this, okay? Now, do I see them beating Portugal? Absolutely not. And even though as far as Portugal goes, beating Turkey, I said you, you can't count Tur- Turkey out. Well, you know what? Now I can honestly say you cannot count out North Macedonia. Because one more time, North Macedonia eliminated the current reigning defending European champions. Absolutely extraordinary, and I guarantee you folks that nobody, nobody will forget it. So, now that that's taken care of, so the question now is, where does Italy go from here? Well, it's definitely, it's extremely painful. I mean, even Jorginho, Jorginho himself actually took full responsibility for this. Look, I 100% respect it. I mean, no, he's not making any excuses. He's not blaming anybody. You know, and even he says, you know, that this penalty miss is going to haunt him forever. Look, unfortunately, it's going to haunt him. It's going to haunt the national team. It's going to haunt the haunt the country, the fan base, etc. But look, Jorginho, it's not all his fault. It's not all his fault because, look, he should not be put in a position to where he, he would have to carry the team. Okay, the way Italy have, the way they want, they've won their titles, especially back in 2006, as painful as it is for me to even think about, because it was, it was at the expense of my national team, Les Bleus, Allez Les Bleus, Équipe de France, Italy always won their titles as a team. They always, their success always came as a team. So it's not fair to blame Jorginho, okay? Italy failed as a team. So therefore, the blame, so Jorginho does deserve a portion of the blame, but everybody does. And that includes Roberto Mancini. And even Roberto Mancini himself uh, uh, actually confirmed that he is not sure where he goes from here. He's not sure about his future as far as being the manager of the Italian national team. Now, should the Italian Football Federation sack Roberto Mancini? Honestly, I say no. Sacking Roberto Mancini is not the proper move. Now, if he were to voluntarily... Excuse me. Voluntarily resign. I would understand why, because you know, he he had him taking responsibility and say, "Look, I didn't do my job. I failed. I don't deserve to be manager of the of the Italian national team." So I would respect that he's taking responsibility and he's saying somebody else is more deserving. I'm not entitled. I'm not qualified for this job. So out, out of that, if that were to happen, I would say, well, Roberto Mancini. Is showing that you know he's not making excuses, so therefore he's telling you, you need to get somebody else because I'm not the man for the job. So that I totally respect, but at the same time, I don't think that sacking Roberto Mancini is the way to do it. But if the Italian Football Federation went in and did that, I'm, I'd be like, well, if they do, the question is who would be the man to take over? Because right now I don't see, I don't see, I can't think of a name of who will be a proper suitable replacement for Roberto Mancini so I think it's best if the Asuri does not sack him and I would I would actually honestly hope that Roberto Mancini himself does not resign from his position because quite frankly although Italy again is not going to compete for the, is has failed to qualify consecutively in this summer as the reigning defending European champions as painful and as embarrassing as heartbreaking as it is look Roberto Mancini leaving that would actually probably be a, a bigger loss for the Asuri but but as far as where Italy goes from here, I mean, 
obviously they have to accept this and move on. You know, now, actually, I believe in June on June first, um, Italy will will actually be competing in something what's known as Finalissima. They'll actually be be taking on Argentina, who uh, by the way won the Copa America last year, and it's basically they'll they'll be competing in a in the third match. You know, the third edition. I believe that this is the first time since 1993. You know, back in 1993, you know, after Denmark won the 1992 European Championship, and I believe that Argentina won the uh, the Copa America back in 1991. So they they had this thing. So they have the it's a match where they do the Copa America, the the latest Copa America champions versus the European champions. So so that's why they're gonna have Italy versus Argentina. So Italy's gonna have to focus on that. And of course, you know they have the Nations League. They'll they'll start their nation their next uh, Nations League campaign this summer as well. And of course, everybody is saying that the Nations League is absolutely worthless and not important. I actually disagree because look, the Nations League might not be huge, but it's a it's a tournament where you're competing for a title or possibly, and it it also you know has something to it's actually going to have something to do with you know qualifying for the next World Cup. So. It does. It does. It does mean something. So Italy is gonna can focus on that. The game will be played at Wembley Stadium. Ironically, that's where Italy won their uh, the European Championship last summer, beating England in the final three to two on, on a penalty shootout. So, so Italy's gonna have to move on. So focus on the uh, Finalissima against Argentina. Focus on the Nations League, and then prepare for the upcoming qualifiers for the 2024 European uh, tournament because they'll be defending their European title. And then after that, you know. You know, try their luck in the next World Cup qualifying things and, and, and hope that they don't miss out for the third consecutive time because, uh, well, I mean, failing to qualify twice, I mean, that's in the history books and not only Italian soccer, but also in the history of European soccer. So, I mean, that wound is already, uh, it's it's deep, it's nasty, and it stings. So, I mean, the last thing they, they need is, is for that wound uh, to get seriously infected even more. So the best thing to do for Italy is is to accept this, accept the failure, learn from it, and move on. I mean, at the end of the day, there's really nothing else out there. There's nothing else that they can do. So, so accept it and move on and, and prepare for the future and, you know, regroup and, you know, come up with a plan on how you're going to make things right. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see y'all next time. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP SmartSide today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.